Well, hello, everybody, and welcome. Welcome to the Words, Women, and Wisdom radio show, streaming live out of BBS Radio in California and syndicating to over 100 stations globally. I'm your host, if we haven't met already, Yvonne E.L. Silva. I'm based in Calgary, Canada, and today I'm actually working from a separate room out of my studio, so forgive the background. And today, at the base of the Rocky Mountains, it's like a brisk zero. So, (laughs) Heather, remind me, my guest Heather um, Tucker, PhD, is joining me today. Remind me, where are you located? I'm in Virginia. I'm in Virginia. Okay, so probably a little bit warmer. USA, yeah, a little bit warmer. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. So I um, met Heather recently, and I was delighted to connect with her. We have quite a few things that are in common. And yet we also have some very distinct differences in what we're up to in the world. The Words, Women and Wisdom radio show is all about interviewing women who've typically risen from tragedy to triumph and are now out in the world making a massive impact either in their community, globally or with a social enterprise. They're making waves and they deserve to have the spotlight put on them. That's what the Words, Women and Wisdom radio show is all about. So if you are listening today and perhaps you're in a spot where you're not necessarily feeling super confident today and ready to take life by the tail, Today, you want to listen carefully because there are going to be some incredible wisdom nuggets coming out of this session that will be about rising from that tragedy to triumph. So it's all about resilience. It's all about stepping into action and gleaning these wisdom nuggets, which is why I do this show. So I'm so glad, Heather, that you were able to join me today. So the show is called Free Your Mind to Empower Your Business and Life with Ease. Now, at this time of year, with all the craziness going on, um, who doesn't want more ease? And you and I were talking just before we got on the air. It is about peace, isn't it? It is. Indeed, it is. This is the season for it. Yet a lot of times we can be so far from it. Yeah. Right. So by by way of a formal introduction, why do you want to listen? Well, Heather Tucker is an expert. She's a business and life harmony trainer. She uses unique approaches that empower you to improve energy, mindset, emotional intelligence. We both have that in common and an action plan to bring in more to your business. If you're a an entrepreneur that would be more clients, or it creates more freedom and harmony in your work relationships. In fact, all areas of your life, because when you are charging what you're worth, if you're an entrepreneur, you're earning what you're worth, if you're a business professional, you have more choices. So her company is called Another Level Living. It's a professional coaching and training company, and it's all about deep transformational work. So she works with entrepreneurs in particular, as as do I, we have that common passion um, worldwide who want to overcome challenges and stand in their unshakable power. Love, love, love it. So she's worked with um, and certified over 400 coaches globally, 50 communication experts in her company. She's a project manager, lead author of an international best-selling series of books called The Power of Coaching. And she also hosts an online show, The Online Sensation for Entrepreneurs, Freedom Fridays show, uh, which I hope I will be invited to at some point. So welcome, Heather. I'm delighted that you could join me today. And I am really intrigued 
to hear the backstory. Like, how did you get into this work? And what's your own journey of rising from tragedy to triumph that really grounds you in in this work and how you can speak to this for other oh. women? Yvonne, thank you so much for having me. You know, it's a, it's a journey. Business and life harmony is a beautiful journey. And where it all started from for me, my background, I actually, my PhD is in IT. So I used to work as a researcher for the Army. And um, oftentimes, you know, we have things that happen in our life, whether it's the illnesses or losses of loved ones, where it's sometimes this wake-up call, like, am I on the right track? Mm -hmm. And so I had a really great epiphany after experiencing several tragedies while I was working with the army. And it was a wake up call for me to be able to step into a new way of being, doing and having for myself. So therefore I could be more present with my loved ones. And as I was leaving the army, I actually met my husband. He's a Purple Heart Marine Corps veteran. He did two tours in Iraq and Afghanistan and came back with post-traumatic trauma. So not only did I meet him, I became the instant mom to a one and a half year old boy. And that boy is now 10. And then we also have two other uh, two girls, a four year old and a one year old right now. Wow. So yes, well, here was the thing, right? I left the government to um, go into higher education because I know that one thing that no one can ever take away from you is what you know. And it's so essential for for us to be able to step into our empowerment and into our light. And as I left and as I was, I knew it was a temporary set until I discovered coaching. Mm. And this journey of coaching, it has such a great power that a lot of people, some people know about it, the lucky ones who do. And I recognize there's a lot of people who don't. But one of the biggest things that the reason why I talk about business and life harmony is because there's things that happen on the business and life harmony journey that cause disharmony and how to be able to be like the Phoenix, rise above um, and really be able to continue on the mission field is something that is so essential because for the reason why I love entrepreneurship is our business is an extension of all that we are. So how we go is how the business goes. If there's something going on in our life side or even inside that is preventing us from um, from stepping into our full calm confidence, it will bleed into other areas of life. And it'll also bleed into our relationships. Yeah. So I mentioned my husband, he had several Widowmaker heart attacks. He almost died several times. And oh. with each one of those, it was like this fear of if I become successful, then what if a loved one or what if my husband passes away? But there was also this battle with post-traumatic tra uh, post stress and trauma. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like we have in America alone about... 23, 24 veterans per day committing suicide. And a lot of times their trauma is not just necessarily from war. It's like the war lives on, but it can even be from like childhood trauma and stuff that's going on from childhood. Yep. So typically people who are in the type of marriage that me and my husband are in, we have probably like a five to 10% success rate. And I knew that um, being on this journey, that the, there was such an importance of being present. So a lot of the trauma of what was, 
really needed to be let go of. And I didn't necessarily know how. Well, what happens is our relationships are also a reflection of what's going on inside. So there was a lot of trauma that he was dealing with. There was a lot of trauma that I was dealing with. And in order for me to change and break the pattern, it's like I had to give myself a permission for a new experience and reclaim the power of my mind, body, and soul. And that's why I'm so passionate on showing other people how to do the same. Oh, this is, this is so, um, so heartfelt because it's part of the reason when we first connected that instantly we were like, we got to have more conversations. Firstly, I do want to thank you both for your service. Even though I'm speaking from Canada, I think that every service person in the world makes a contribution and it has ripple effect like the butterfly, right? Even if you're in another country. So thank you for doing those tours and keeping your nation safe. The other thing is that I think that there is a big gap, um, as you said, you know, that many people taking their own life, there is a big gap when you first come out of the military. I haven't been in the military, but I've heard certainly many stories. Um, I've had clients that have also transitioned out and I worked for a global career transition firm. Um, And so, you know, when I was working as a a VP for that firm, we used to be on site going to help companies that were laying off, you know, anywhere from one single person up to 800 people closing an office. And all of those people needed to transition to find their next role. Now, as you know, from the IT world, you know, some companies are so far ahead in their R&D that there really isn't anywhere you need that you can go other than back to Silicon Valley to really have that level of IT um, advanced knowledge and find interesting and challenging work once you've worked at, at that high level. But there's also a lot of daily life issues because you don't have that structure anymore that you have in the military. You don't have those same supports ready to just jump right in. You don't have that same level of camaraderie, but when you're in a team and you're both, you know, you're all going through something together, once you get out into the, you know, the big wide world, it's quite different, isn't it? Exactly. Exactly. And one of the things like, yes, um, military post-traumatic trauma is on a totally different level, but essentially it's trauma, right? And big picture trauma is mental and emotional injury. And, And a lot of times we think that we cannot, there's like no way to escape it, right? Like it's just something that we'll always have to battle. Um, but in my work, what I've learned is that when we give ourselves permission to see it in a new light, when we're able to be able to, to, so we have a three-step process, lean into what's going on, let go of what we need to let go of so we can really leap forward. It, it actually allows us to enjoy living, right? Like, because a lot of times, and, and it's not even necessarily just like military trauma, like, but it could even be the loss of a loved one that causes trauma, the Mm -hmm. pandemic, that's something that causes trauma. So it's like, as you're trying to go on this business journey, there's these things that kind of can bring you down. So it creates like this hill and starting and stopping pattern. And when we reclaim the power of our mind, it's like there's this total exponential acceleration, regardless of what is happening in our world around us. Absolutely. And so many of my um, 
my clients, uh, they're all women, <clears throat> with the exception of one couple right now, um, um, and one man that, you know, I mean, I don't advertise to um, to have male clients, but I get referrals, obviously, um, as a big part of my business. But <clears throat> what I found is that, you know, when they're coming to me, it's typically because there's something that's happened and a triggering event has caused them to put something in the spotlight, um, whether it's looking at their business results for the last quarter and saying, holy smokes, this is not where I want them to be. I need more sales. And therefore, you know, if I'm going to go out and ask for more sales, I need more confidence. I need some new conversations. I need some new approaches and strategies that don't feel icky, particularly for women. And how do we you know, step straight into service and forget the whole sales part and just deliver the services and make that transition easily? Or it's because they're um, already growing successfully, but now they've got so much on their plate, they have no work-life balance <laughs> and they need to start adding to their team. And they've never had to hire and, and orient and train and, and do the work through others. They've, you've been used to doing everything themselves. And so in my previous career, which was uh, working um, in human resources prior to coaching and then my sales career, obviously, as well, um, it's uh, it's interesting when you hire about 6,000 people, you kind of get a, a system going for that. Um, so how do you pick the best person? How do you interview them and make sure that that is the right fit for you and that they're going to deliver so that they're matching your values because they're speaking in your voice to your customers. You want to have that as closely aligned as possible. So it makes such a huge difference when we can show people how to take the stress out of these kinds of choices, doesn't it? It does. It does. And as you were talking, what what came up was that a lot of times, so big picture, understanding how the mind works, there's 90% of your mind that's unconscious. And that is like the goal getter, right? Yeah. And it's only 10% of it is conscious. And what happens is the unconscious mind resists change. Yet the only constant is change and transition. So mm -hmm. a lot of times when we hold on to that part about what was, okay, this is, we need to create a new strategy. How do we be able to, to break free from the previous patterns and actually give ourselves that fresh start permission for the new? Yeah. The new yeah. What I, what I love about coaching is um, that very often when, when my clients are coming to me, they don't know the questions to ask to even get the answers. And so that's the beauty of coaching. And when you've been in, you know, this is my eighth startup. So when you've been around the block a few times, it's so much easier to say, you know what, don't rush and go off and do your website as step one, because you don't even know who you're serving yet. You don't even know what they're interested in, what their biggest challenges are that they're willing to invest in someone else to help them through. You haven't done any of that work yet. Stop. Because otherwise, you're just putting up a website that's costing you, you know, a thousand or more dollars. Uh, even if you do it yourself, which is probably not recommended, uh, it's um, it's going to be like a sunny day with the blinds closed. Unless you have a traffic generation strategy to get people looking at it, it's a waste of time. And yet, that's very often what people jump to first off. So I'm like, okay, hang on a second. That's like step. You know, in in my process, it's. Um, it's actually three steps as well. It's to um, uh, visualize first, then to optimize and uh, sorry, visualize, monetize, and then optimize. 
Um, so once you visualize, then you can get into monetizing. And that's actually phase two is where the website sits. So interesting. So that what is you- interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you hearing from your clients as some of the things that they can, they've learned that they need help with, that they can't tackle by themselves? Where are their biggest challenges? What are you seeing? So a lot of times it's time, time management energy management, you know, especially for those who are caring for loved ones who may have, you know, um, uh, difficulties maintaining and keeping their energy. Uh, really forgiveness is also a big part too, because there's so many things that have happened on the way that it, it, every time it's like, uh, they're either operating with a heavy heart and an overwhelmed mind. And it's interesting that some of the stuff that you had mentioned actually went into the acronym that I wanted to share. So it's that part about, you know, how to stay focused. Okay. Oh my gosh, this tragedy has happened. This unexpected situation. How do I really process? So a lot of times we go from one thing to the next, or we don't get a chance to really process what has happened in a much faster way Because, you know, usually there's these stages of grief and people can get stuck in either one. So what they end up being uh, procrastinating or there's paralysis on the way forward. And so the first, the M, so I have an acronym for you that spells out the word M. And the first one is mindset is key. Mindset is the key to success. So because the mind is the operating system of the whole body, and actually when it's working together with the heart and they're on one accord, we literally become unstoppable and we see that our mental and emotional freedom is totally possible regardless of what is happening around us. Yeah. Mindset is um i mean it can elevate you it can trigger you to step into something new it can help with you know visualization with manifest uh, manifesting and it can also take you out and it's the one thing that no matter where you go and what you do in life is always with you and so the sooner that you choose to invest in getting a really um clear perspective on you know what is my current mindset how does it support my my dreams, my goals, my visions, my daily life? You know, looking at the things that are working really well in your life. I'm a big fan of appreciative inquiry. So, you know, what's appreciating what's working really well right now and then inquiring into how could it be even better? So it's not about, you know, penalizing yourself and getting into a sorry sob story and, oh, you know, I have this great challenge. You know, when you look at what's working well, very often, if you take the next leap and say, well, how could that be better? Those things will come up anyway. You know, oh, well, if if I had X, Y, Z, or if I did this, or if I changed something, then it would be better. So you don't have to beat yourself up. You just have to ask, how could it be better? And as long as we're constantly uh, doing that evaluation, at least once a week and saying, you know, how could it be better? Then we're on our path for our greatest expansion. And I think exactly. you also tap into your spiritual side, don't you? 
Well, and that's exactly what the I stands for. So what you were talking about with the visualization. So I stands for intuition expands wisdom. You know, we, a lot of times we get caught up in the doing and all the stuff that we have to do. But the question is, how do we want to be while we're doing it? And it's, it's a difference between I'm not sure or I'm conflicted of the way to go versus knowing the way to go. So what can happen a lot, especially when we, when we operate, depending on what patterns have been there, they can actually get in the way of, we can actually block our blessings or we can bring them to us with the power of our mind. Mm -hmm. So when you think about all of the experience that you've had and when you've been certifying 50 coaches, no, more than 50. 400. 400. So what are some of the things that when you've, looped back with them after you know three or six months what do you hear back from them is the thing that they didn't realize or that they um really want to celebrate so I appreciate you asking that so here's one of the things when um I was certifying coaches on the road and this actually goes into a lot of times we can operate out of this heavy heart and no one will know that anything is wrong. And I wanted to make sure that I'm operating out of a totally joyous heart and everything is right. That's why I talk about creating peace on all sides. But one of the things that I noticed, the probably half of those coaches, I was working with another school before I started my own coaching school with emotional intelligence. And what 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 I noticed, it was like a three-day class, just a generic coaching program. The people would come in on for on Friday, and there would be a lot on their mind. There would be a lot on their heart. And over the transformation of the three days, like the next, like on day three, Sunday, they're coming in and their hair is down and they're wearing dresses. They're like there, there's like a total beautiful shift in their energy of what's possible. And the statistic that I shared, um, I heard it when I was going, when I was getting my certification and I also shared it was only 10% of the people who get certified actually go off to do something with it. And everyone would always be like, no way, that's not possible. This is the best thing ever. Right. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. They basically, it's like you got the skill, you got the wisdom, you got the treasure. Now, how do you wield it? How do you figure out how to step into your uniqueness of being able to share it? And so the business building process gets complicated. Then all of a sudden, there may be these light things going on, difficulties in relationships. Like there's a transformation that happens. And then sometimes you're going to have people in your world who may not be happy with the transformations. Well, that's Mm -hmm. why you still be able to rise and shine anyway. So when I hear from one of the things I usually hear um, is that for a lot of them, they pretty much reverted back to, or not reverted back, but they, they didn't do anything. They didn't move forward with the calling. And a lot of it had to do with mindset. Like, I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know if I can do this. Like what is going on? Or they, and one of the things I also said was in order to be a successful coach is super essential to be coached because there's blind spots that you don't see. There's things that you don't know. And so the worst thing that we could think is that we know it all. Mm. You know, I remember, 
I remember even in my early years when I was working for the military, I thought, oh, okay, I know it all. I got this whole thing figured out. Well, that's actually the worst way to operate because everybody holds a piece to the masterpiece. Like uh, amazing coaches you connect with could be able to ask you the right question that unlocks the next level. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, what I usually, one of the things I usually hear commonly is that they haven't did anything with it. And they're like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to be able to overcome these things. And that's when I lead them into, okay, let's have a conversation. Let's see where you are, see where you're going. And a majority of the time, what they're struggling with is the shift in mindset. Yeah. Because as an entrepreneur, you know, it's, it requires a shift in mindset, not just about your ability to own and receive everything that you're called for, but even letting go of the fact that money can only come from working for someone else. Mm. So it's, yeah, it, go ahead. It's, it's so interesting as you're talking, because, you know, I took my um, coach certification 14 years ago now um, at the Royal Roads Executive Coach Program. So it's a six-month-long program, uh, about 245 hours. And <clears throat> there was one one um, exercise where we had to um, do a little bit of business planning, envisioning, you know, who is our ideal client? What are we going to serve them with? How are we going to connect with them? But really not drilling down enough. And so uh, you mentioned that 10% statistic, um, that's exactly what I saw. There was 39 uh, in our cohort. And out of that 39, I can count four that I know are still in business and doing coaching. Um, now, some of them I know went back into corporations and are still using a coach approach inside corporations or in a, inside an HR role or a leadership role. But to actually have a business of coaching, that wasn't part of the curriculum. And I, I even went back to the faculty members afterwards and said, like, really, there needs to be at least half half a day more. And I'm happy to you know help you put something together to talk about the business of coaching, because it's great if you're inside an organization and you have a constant flood of people just coming to you. And a lot of times what happens is it's, it's then remedial coaching, you know, depending on the organizational framework, it can be, well, you know, you didn't meet your, your performance goals. So now you're going to get a coach, which is almost like fixing and problem solving. Whereas I prefer working, if I'm working with corporations, with those who have a mindset that coaching is actually a gift and it's a reward for the people who've already shown that they're ready to be in alignment with the organizational values. They've hit their targets. Now let's help them, the high potentials, get to the next level and reward them with coaching. So it's not punitive. It is expansion because that is really the beauty I see in coaching is being able to step to the next level of your potential with the right questions, powerful questions that cause you to take action and think about things from a new angle that you'd never thought about before. Because, you know, Einstein, right, we only solve the problems that we, what is it, you can't solve a problem with the same mind that created it or something. (laughs) That's the short version of his quote, right? 
Oh my gosh, Yvonne, that's what you, you know, it's so interesting that you mentioned that because, so N stands for never stop, stop rising. And a lot of times when we're rising, when we're going to our goal, like I, I call it like the terror barrier. So we're going to the goal. We see something as possible. You see on the other side of it is freedom, right? But then something is the way, the closer you get to the terror barrier, the closer you want to go back into the comfort zone. And what it does, and, the, and you're highlighting, because coaching supports you in overcoming the terror barrier, the things that we think are like so real, the, our limitations, to stepping into the freedom. Yeah. And, you know, if you if we don't have a mindset, and it's something that's like kind of ingrained in us, you know, like, for example, as we as we're working at a job, this is our focus. This is our scope. This is our one thing that we're good at. And never stop rising causes you to be able to shift into, oh, my gosh, what's possible. But yeah. a lot of times we block our own blessings. There's like a cap to the ceiling. Or what we'll do is we will create unpreferred circumstances or distractions. And distractions mm -hmm. will actually derail our focus. That's what the D is. It derails our focus. So it's important to understand and keep in mind, you know, to keep the eye on the prize, right? Destination over circumstance. Yeah. Right. And so that's that part about keeping moving. So many people give up, give up. You've, you've heard the thing that give up right before the gold, right before the, um, the victory. Mm -hmm. And if you're given a call in, this is the thing for entrepreneurship. If you're given this calling to do this business, the mindset that you want to shift is victory is already yours. Like yep. you're, it's, it's about then being able to walk in it and how we walk in it makes all the difference. So it looks like this in mind. How do we get results? How do we get success? We get results. We get success based on our actions and how we take those actions are based on our emotions. And how our emotions are are based on our thoughts. And this is where people are consciously aware of the thoughts, the emotions, and the actions. But those thoughts are based on our programming, our values, what um, what was fed to our unconscious mind. Because it will accept whatever it experienced until you give it permission and accept something else. Yes. So when you get to the root causes of the stuff that's going on and pick it up from the root, then all presenting problems just totally disappear or we see them in a new light where we recognize what's ours to deal with, what's not ours to deal with, what's in our control, what's in God's control. Like, so it's this such a more relaxing place to be able to come from. Like a lot of times <laughs> I do hear, you know, I just want a peace of mind. I just want some freedom. I just want to, you know, I'm tired of this, this rat race. Those are the common things that I hear. And what is so interesting is when we change the way we look at things, the things that we look at change. So same oh, thing. Dire, you know? Yes, yes, yes. 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 It's in my yes. book, actually. <laughs> is it? Oh, so good. Well, there was another one. There's another one that is so profound. And I'm sure you probably heard it. And if you haven't, that's awesome. You're going to hear it now. Robert Campbell had said, the cave that you fear to enter holds the treasure that you seek. So what's the cave? What's the treasure? And that's exactly why the statistic is so low because of the fear or all of the uncertainty and all the stuff that comes up as they're going towards the terror barrier to achieving their freedom. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then they revert back. Yeah. I noticed that, um, I said in my, in my cohort, 39. Um, and so, uh, within a month of finishing that program, I had my first 30 clients and they're like, what are you doing? (laughs) Well, I figured out pretty quickly that, you know, I can either go and find 30 individual people that I've got to, um, showcase you know what's the value of of stepping through this program or i can go to one organization that has multiple uh members in their organization and showcase what i can do for that group and so i actually went back to my roots um my hr roots because i knew that in human resources you very often have um individuals who are sort of at the hr manager level they're doing that level of work, but they're not invited to the leadership table and they don't get the opportunity to contribute to ideas. So they're not really fully engaged because it wasn't part of their, uh, you know, part of the discussion. They're sort of given the task afterwards and it becomes a silo task. And then it becomes the latest program that's a binder on the shelf. It's not really integrated and the organization doesn't get the value. So it was about raising the mindset from a HR professional to a strategic business partner and getting them invited to the table because they actually had something valuable to say um, because they understood about the business side. So I put this program together, Heather, that was um, one hour, um, one and a half hours every other week. And then on the weeks in between, I coached each one individually over the phone. So I met them at their level, but I gave them the content for the 12 modules on things like succession planning and really looking at the value and how do you implement programs, change management, recruitment, all of those um, those things. And over the course of that program, we actually had created about quarter of a million dollars worth of value that wasn't even there before by having them go through the projects and actually showcase where they could help their organization either save money or make money. And particularly as it related to involving and engaging employees and when engaged employees come to the table they are willing to share their innovation power their ideas because they like working where they are they're proud of it they'll bring their friends to the table to have as referrals so that you can cut the recruitment costs there's all kind of benefits but it was about it was about you know you thinking from a business standpoint how can i get this coaching business off the ground as fast as possible and yeah those people looked at my website but that was not the driving factor the driving factor was knowing what problem am, am i solving and how can i showcase that this is the program you need to be in and when it was endorsed by the hr association that also helped and then i delivered it and it was a fantastic program Awesome. Congratulations. You know, it's, it's one of those things where it's exactly what, what you talked, talked about. Um, and it showed that ability to work smarter, not Mm. hard. Like instead of like, so it's, it's okay. What is the action that's going to be able to bring the greatest success or the best success? And, and wasn't that beautiful because then it created your confidence to continue on as you were seeing all the feedback. 
mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times, um, and this is what I tell tell some of the coaches is you have testimonials. Sometimes you may have to go back and read those testimonials to remind yourself of the facilitation that you're, that you're providing and get that reconnection to your why and your motivation. It's, it's not necessarily as much about other people motivating you. Yes, I can inspire desire, but only you can create it. You only, you can manifest it. And there's such a, a, a beautiful place with that. Um, one of the things too, so we're going into the the acronym for the word peace. Cause you know, a lot of times people say I want peace. Mm. And one of the things that I think is so uh, crucial. So P stands for patient perseverance on the path. One of the reasons why there's so much, oh my gosh, I want to give up or oh, I don't know which way to go. It, we get impatient. We get frustrated. We get like um, uncertain. And the thing is, every single process, the power is in the process and the progress. Yet so many times we're focused on a destination and not being in it at the moment. And that causes so much friction and frustration that we're like, forget it. And that's the worst thing that you can do. Yeah. Well, it's one thing to have the big hairy goal, right? The audacious goal, but you need some steps, right? So here's the end game. Working back from that, you know, right before I achieve that, here's where I'm going to be. Right before I achieve that, here's where I'm going to be. And what do I need to know? What do I have to have completed? What kind of mindset do I need to be in? Right before that, what do I need? Um, so if we work it back, um, I found that that's a, a very helpful process as well. That's what... Uh, helped me put together that three-step flourish program that uh, visualize, optimize, and then uh, visualize, monetize, and then optimize. Because even I fell into the trap of, you know, in in, um, getting uh, Infusionsoft installed way too early. And then I just introduced my own chaos, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, as entrepreneurs, right, I'm happy to share what I learned along the journey. Because (laughs) if you try to do the wrong, you know, like the the wrong thing too soon, um, you know, I say you're just making more work for yourself. Um, And I did not have a team at that point. So I was the one who was trying to learn how to do it all. And it just, you know, it it did not work the way that, that it was sold to me. So that was a waste of, that was a waste of time. Um, if you had to sum up, Heather, um, in maybe, you know, five key tips, especially for entrepreneurs who are looking at coaching, or maybe it's entrepreneur, entrepreneurs, um, women entrepreneurs in particular, what would you say are the biggest five things that you've learned in all of your years' experience in developing business? Oh, so the 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 one that I would really say next is is the E. It's the emotional intelligence is key. Energy mm-hmm. and emotional intelligence is key. So a lot of times there is this F, like we're putting out all of this effort. It's a lot of effort, 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 energy, and it sometimes does not work out right or it leads you to so a lot of times we think it's it's not going the way that we expect it to go mm. and it's those expectations that lead to the disappointment it leads to the uncertainty but when you understand about and even though it's not woo a lot I, I would always say 
somebody somebody would say, Heather, are you um woo-woo? And I said, I know about energy. I understand energy. I work with energy. And it real and even if you don't believe in energy, you better be glad that it believes in you because there's scientific reasons as to what it's all about. But even our emotions are energy. So what do you do when there is a communication barrier? right and you and maybe you want to communicate with someone but you don't know how well what is the energy what are the patterns what are the um the things that need to be unraveled to be able to get that awareness of what's really going on not mm-hmm. just not just with other people but also what's going on inside right our emotions they come from places and a lot of times we're taught in society especially western society to stuff down the emotions and i actually teach my clients to celebrate the overreactions so they they would say oh my gosh i overreacted i'm like yay okay great so where did this come from what is not necessarily about who ate the last donut in that moment. It's about all the previous times someone ate the donut and they just all linked up and then you get blah. Mm. So it's about understanding the triggers, understanding what's going on and then giving your, so doing you and giving other people space and permission to do them without judgment, without attachment. Mm. This goes into um to a the awareness and avoidance of awareness of avoidance and aloha. So here's what I mean by that. So avoidance. A lot of times it's so easy for us to focus on what we're good at, great at the career, great at this, right? But then we neglect or we avoid what we're not so good at, like relationships, maybe health. Like what is that area that's calling for attention? but we just want to have our blinders on for it because it's, it, it that leads us to how is our love? How is our aloha? So a lot of times people think that aloha is just, I love you. Hello. Goodbye. But it really, so Hawaiians, they actually, instead of stuffing down their emotions, they're like celebrated when it comes up. Mm. Right. What is the things that we want to work with? So we can always stay in this, unconditional love that's what it is unconditional agape love for self and other people yeah regardless i can never get it i can never pronounce it but that's what that's all about too yes absolutely to make right right and to really be and we're certified in the so yes there's the prayer you can go on youtube but we're certified in the process like if you ever so that goes into forgiveness you ever like try to forgive somebody and then you see here feel something and it pisses you off all over again you're like man I thought I had let this go where there's like these layers. Well, with the Ho'oponopono process, you're able to come in that full forgiveness where you see the person again and there's like no charge, right? This this is something that is crucially essential, especially in even my relationships, right? So giving that permission for a fresh start, not only for them, but also for me, you can do the process for you as well. Yep. And so uh, the other the other tip I would share is C. C stands for courage, courage for yourself and others. Because what happens is when we, it's like 
we can be a perfect analogy. After we leave the certification training, right? Everybody is shining like, yay, this is amazing. We're like this expanded piece of paper. Everything is possible. And then we go back in our world and slowly we can become like this crippled paper. It's like so slowly and so subtle, but it's about really being able to have the courage to stay expanded, to be able to have that open heart, that open mind and be present in the moment. The one thing that we can give someone is our presence. And this is why it's essential to E, expand your supportive environments because we're not called to do this battle alone. It is not about the, like I said, the 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 temporary of what's going on. It's about the eternal. It's about the legacy. A lot of times we think that we have time, but time is also really of the essence. One of the things I usually hear is I'm just going to wait and see, or I'll do this next time. But then there's so much stuff that happens in between those times. There's this loss cost opportunity. So the time is now. It's not going to, it's not when or sometime, someday, your time is now. What we do today will dictate how and where we're going to end up in the future. And if we don't let go of really like fully from the mind and the heart and have peace of what was, it actually prevents us from actually being present in what is, and it will also cloud like the vision of what's possible for the future. So when there's that healing of the past and you're totally in the present, the vision for the future is exponentially expanded and you can be able to be in the joyous moment. Yeah. Um, Oh, so this is resonating Heather so closely, excuse me, particularly for me. So um, I'll share more listeners um, in the new year, um, but this is very close to home because in the reason I'm not in my studio, <laughs> my studio background with my book in the background and all of my regular things um, is because I've chosen to step into 2024 with new energy, with a new focus on um, my own needs and realizing how much of myself I was giving away and that whole energetic piece If you're not giving from a place of overflow, if you're giving from your baseline energy and you keep giving, 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 it's like a battery. Eventually it just wears out. Um, And so doing some deep reflection work myself over the past four months in particular um, just led me to making some new choices for 2024. So I'm really stepping deeply into another layer of the work that I thought I knew and have now reconnected with um, so that I'll be able to be in a position to support my, my female clients with a whole new level of, you know, this question of not just, you know, do you trust other people, but do you trust yourself? Um, Because if you can step into that place of trusting yourself, no matter what happens, what tornado happens around you, if you're, in the eye of the storm and you're standing so rock friggin' solid, nothing is going to knock you off track. That's where you need to be. Um, and especially as a business owner, we've had COVID, we've had post COVID, you know, we've got all this noise in the marketplace and in order for any entrepreneur, especially a new entrepreneur to stand out, we've got to do something way different than what everybody else is doing. And I think that, when you're fully in your own integrity and you're not just saying, well, I can do this and I can do that, but you are doing it. 
it comes from a whole new level of truth and integrity that shines. I've had people say to me recently, you know, oh, you're showing up on camera. Wow, you're glowing. What are you doing differently? Well, I've been focusing on my knees. <laughs> so more about that in um, in next year. Um, if you're intrigued to, you know, I sh- shared a little bit about my book. If you're intrigued to learn more, you can go on my website, yvonnesilver.com. Um, The book is called Words, Women and Wisdom, The Modern Art of Confident Conversations. And it's 40 different words and word concepts to help women in particular to ask for what they want and get it. Not by being pushy or aggressive, but by knowing what your value is. One or two tweaks of language can make a massive difference. It does bring in, excuse me, some emotional intelligence concepts What it doesn't include yet uh, is uh, some new technology that I ran across in the last uh, three years. When Heather was, um, when you were talking earlier on about values and communication, it's a system to have better communications and better relationships by understanding very quickly what someone's personality type is, what their baseline values are that they make decisions on. So if they're action oriented, They're going to be looking at results. They're going to be looking at the money. They're going to be looking at celebrity status. They're going to be looking at fast cars and moving at a very fast pace. Don't give me the details. If they are more of a sort of blueprint personality, then they want the details. They want the step-by-step, the process, the things that you described earlier. They, They need those acronyms and that process. If they're of a knowledge personality, then they want the details, the statistics. They want all the the um, logic behind something. And then for my personality code, primarily as nurturer, we need to know what difference does this make for people? What's the impact on the community? What is um, you know high integrity? And, and it has to come from that place. So it's an acronym. It spells B-A-N-K, Blueprint, Action, Nurture, Knowledge. And it's a system that I use um, religiously in my business because it's simple, it works, and it takes 90 seconds. So if you want to learn more about that tool, I have a free tool that you can test out. Um, and it's I think it's on my website as well. Uh, forgive me, as I said, I've been doing a lot of soul work recently, so um, I need to go back and look if it's on my website, but I will put it in the show notes. Okay, and cool. I also, I also invited Heather. Um, I love when my guests are able to bring some sort of gift for the listeners. So uh, what did you bring today, Heather? Oh, I brought a very, very beautiful gift. It's on the set of my free class and guide on the seven secrets to more business and life harmony so that you can enhance your time, your money, your emotional freedom in both business and life. You know, I appreciate what you were sharing because it led me to the, the biggest nugget of all is giving from your overflow like when we give from our overflow it's like every so it a lot of times we can operate with like five percent energy and we're giving so much of the rest of it but it's about switching that so that was a key for me switching it from like a hundred percent me and then be or like not really a hundred percent I'll say like 99 percent me and then giving from that one percent overflow that feels like a hundred percent to the other people yeah and that's something that's so profound because um it gives permission for other people to step into their empowerment 
as well. Um, so the reason why I created these secrets was because it's really about more freedom and it's about having more harmony and it doesn't have to be a drastic, drastic change. It can be these simple, subtle changes that makes all the difference. Our mind usually says it's this option or this option, right? Mm -hmm. But then there's so many different options. We just, um, may not even be aware of them. Right. So yes. where do people get a hold of these tips from you? So you want to go to www.anotherlevelliving.com slash freedom. And that freedom. will get, yep. And that will give you the tips. Excellent. Thank you so much for bringing that. So um, anotherlevelliving.com slash freedom. That's mm-hmm. where you go to get uh, Heather's free gift. And thank you so much for generously doing that. Um, it is the time of year for generosity. It's a time of year for reflection. It's uh, certainly a time of year that most people look for peace, although there's this you know crazy commercialized chaos going on. Um, and as we look forward into 2024, um, you know, my questions really to leave you with pondering is, you know, what is it that you need to stop doing? Where is it that you find that you're frustrated, you're wasting time, other people are wasting your time, other people are sucking your energy? Like, what do you need to stop doing? And with that newly created time, maybe that's, you know, stopping watching uh, a series on Netflix or stopping uh, listening to your mother-in-law complaining every five minutes for an hour on the phone. Like, what do you need to stop doing? And if you can save yourself at least a couple of hours a week, what can you do that's more leveraged with that time? What can you start doing in 2024 that will step you in the right direction to really expanding into what's possible in the new year because the new year is a fresh start it's a fresh opportunity you don't have to drag any of the old energy with you and certainly that's what i'm doing in 2024 i love new years every year i love new years but this year (laughs) (laughs) so stop start you know just a simple draw a t a capital t on a paper what do i need to stop on one side what do i need to start on the other side and i would love to hear from you like email me, reach out through the contact form on my website, reach out on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Instagram. Let me know what you're starting. I'm curious. Okay. Are you okay if I add one more question to that too, that'll help with facilitating what you just said is what do you, what is it that you're called to let go of? to step into the new. So yes, there's the starting and stopping point, but what is it that is, um, that is is calling for a need of a shift of a resolution of a restoration so therefore you can fully be able to receive mm. all this call for you i love the fact that you have so many um alliterations right <clears throat> i have you know words women and wisdom for my book um <laughs> and you have you know three r's three l's three you know <laughs> love it I, I mean it certainly makes it easier to remember the concepts when you're dealing with so many um, wisdom concepts. And I love that you're able to share that with the audience today. And I think, you know, it's so true when we are running, running, running all the time, which is why the stopping piece is so important. Very often, we just don't give ourselves that grace. And part of the reason I had that grace is because I had some major surgery recently, and I was uh, off my feet for a couple of weeks. And, 
it really was such a gift wrapped in sandpaper, as my coach says, Susie, um, that we don't as entrepreneurs, we don't as wives, as mothers very often give ourselves that time and space. And when you can't do anything and your, your body is healing, then it was an amazing what insights came through. So yes, when you stop, when you create a little bit of space, then you can use that, as Heather says, to really reflect on some things that you know really need to shift. And if you don't take the time at New Year's to do it, when are you going to do it, right? The longer it drags on, the longer your energy is being sapped. So now is the time. It is almost New Year. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Thank you today for joining me, Heather. It's been a really informative conversation I love what you've shared in way of insights, information, especially for entrepreneurs, the statistics, the uh, alliteration, the examples, the quotes. It's been really insightful. Such a pleasure that we connect. Oh, totally and I'm my honor and pleasure. I'm so grateful that you had me on here and it's been the pleasure. Absolutely been mine. Yeah. Well, I'm so looking forward to uh, keeping in touch and uh, the opportunity to share more with our joint audiences. So let's do that. And wishing all of you the um, the greetings of the season and making sure that as you step into 2024, serious, make a change, choose to make a positive change. So that's my question. What are you going to shift into in 2024? Thanks so much today, Heather, for joining me. And I look forward to keeping in touch. Bye for now, everybody.